0: जी जिए शीघ्र को लोग दराहम से कीजिए लीजिए हमको शरण में लीजिए हमको शरण हम Brahmachintaka धर्म रक्षक वीरव्रतधारी बने ब्रह्मचिनतक धर्म
1: वीरव्रतधारी
0: या न हम को
1: दीदी से
0: हम की नित्य ही सेवा करे प्रेम से हम गुरु जनो की नित्य ही सेवा करें सत्य भोले जोट त्यागे सत्य भोले जोट त्यागे मेल आपस में करें हे आनंद हमको करें निंदा किसी की हम किसी से वो कर भी ना करें हो हमारा हो हमारा तेरे dio vyav jeevan oh hamara tere yash gaaya
1: O oh.
2: Sahana Vabatu, Sahana Bhunaktu, Sahavir Yankaravahai, Om Shant, Eshant, Eshant. Gurur Brahma, Gurur Vishnu, Gurur Devo Maheshwaraha, Gurureva Param Brahma, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Sarva Vedanta Siddhanta Gocharam Tama Gocharam, Govindam Paramanandam Sadgurum Pranato Smyaham Sadgurum Pranato Smyaham <coughs> Yesterday we looked at the twenty eight 20th Shloka. In this 20th Shloka, we saw what is Viveka. What does it mean when Adi Shankarachariji says, Anitya Vastu Viveka. It's not any kind of Viveka, but that Viveka which is pertaining to Nitya and Anitya discrimination. What is Nitya and what is Anitya was explained. That that which he has created, he being the Ishwara, the Ishwara and in his creation, he becomes the Abhinna Nimitta Upadana Karana. That every aspect of the creation is nothing but that Paramatma as Ishwara expressing as this creation. Meaning, every aspect of this creation is nothing but an expression, and expansion of that Paramatma alone. Whenever the seeker raises to understand this concept and perceive that Paramatma Tattva, that oneness through all this diversity, that is called Nitya Darshana or Nitya Drishti. To see divisions and limitations purely based on our conditioning. Each one of us has different conditioning. Each one of us projects the jivasrishti. Srishti. I also connected it with the Vedanta Panchadashi of Vidyaranya Swamiji. Where he talks about Ishvara Srishti, Isha Srishti and Jivasrishti. Srishti. So the Jeeva Srishti is purely based on our mental projection according to its conditionings. So there is nothing absolutely good or absolutely bad about anything in this creation. It's purely subjective according to each individual. Goodness and badness is purely subjective. I call it good because I don't like something I call it not good. Therefore I don't like it. That is all projection of the conditioned mind. That projection is here considered as divisive, therefore it is anitya. That understanding, that clarity which is brought in by this discriminative knowledge is called viveka. So whenever we say in Vedanta Shastra discrimination don't go by the uh, layman American understanding of the word discrimination. Because they use that word discrimination, you know, racial discrimination or color discrimination, but they stop there. Vedanta takes it way deeper. So it is not a negative term, it has gotten acquainted with a lot of negative understanding in the American lingo. We can go past it to understand Vedanta Vichara. Now, moving forward, <coughs> so the sadhana chatushtaya, the first one is Viveka. The second of the sadhana chatushtaya is Vairagya. So, that is beautifully defined by Bhagavan Adi Ji in the 21st shloka. While we were in the ashram, we we were asked to memorize these shlokas. Because these are the basic definitions. So I would extend the same courtesy to all of you. Please memorize these shlokas. The definition of this Sadhana Chatushtaya. Because any disturbance in life, we have to go back to this baseline and re-correct with that meaning and see wherever corrective measures are to be implemented it is with that baseline that we have to, therefore, not just memorize it, but also understand the meaning of it. So, the 21st shloka, repeat after me. Tadvai Ragyam Ragyam Jihasaya shavana tibhi deha adibrahma paryante khyanitye bhoga vastuni tad vairagyam jihasaya understand this to be vairagya Vairaga or viraga is not opposite of raga. The opposite of raga, I mean, again, not in the musical sense either. The opposite of raga is dvesha. So vairagya is not opposite of raga. So what is vairagya? Dehadi Brahma Paryante Darshanashravanadi bihi anitye That which is born out of our discriminatory knowledge and ascertained as anitya. That which has been ascertained by Viveka as anitya to drop that without a second thought, courageously and bluntly, that which has been ascertained by Viveka as Anitya, to drop that. And that dropping is not in a gradual sense, Then and there, right away, an example would be convenient to understand it. The food that you are eating, it happened once. Sometimes when we would all assemble in our village, This is on my mother's side. Sometimes the ladies would all take off, leaving us at the mercy of our grandfather. A very loving soul, but he was challenged with hearing and seeing. Because of age. So one day, he elaborately cooked, it took, it it was quite delayed uh, lunch, he elaborately cooked upma for all of us and he served that upma and when I say all of us kids, we were like about 30-40 kids, you know, given average, we were 30-40 kids and upma for that many people was cooked. And he served in all 30 plates and said, Now eat. He was a teacher by profession, so disciplining and that, you know, strong words and uh, to him. And now eat. So we looked at it and we were not very comfortable, started gazing and gaping at each other. I said, What are you looking at? I said, Eat. So what he had done is, My grandmother and grandfather had gone to the Rameshwaram Kanyakumari Yatra. And my grandmother was amused at Kanyakumari at the sands on Kanyakumari shore. And she had brought in a nice plastic bag a nice chunk of it. Because it it looks like reddish uh, sand. It's a very unique texture and color to it. And my grandfather, in his uh, visibility issues, mistook that to be the Gehu Rava, wheat Rava and I don't know how he managed to evaporate all the water, (laughs) it will not boil, it will not soak up all the water, I don't know what he did with that water. It added vegetables and uh, seasoning and everything. It was like a huge pot full. The moment we realized that it is sand that has been cooked and served as upma. (laughs) You have done vichara. You have done your analysis. That though it is served, it is not edible So what do you do with it gradually I'll stop eating no immediately mercilessly it will be thrown out however lovingly you may have made it that is edible so you cannot say no I'll gradually reduce it spoon by spoon If somebody were to say, don't eat, it has poison in it. Would you ever say that, Ab utha lia, I have taken one spoonful, let me finish it, that may I may not touch. No, everything is renounced immediately. Isn't it? Similarly, that which is born out of understanding as Viveka, through that I have ascertained as anitya. Therefore there is no second thought. Chhodu ki nahi. Should I drop it or not? Maybe afterwards. Maybe after I retire. Maybe after I tire. There is, there is no question there. If you have understood it, it reflects, it immediately boils down as vairagya. Therefore vairagya cannot be imitated. Vairagya cannot be something that you can bring in as a temporary effect to show off. Because it is a byproduct of your vichara. Therefore, that Vairagya cannot be imposed on anyone. It has to be born out of that individual's clarity. Think about it. You keep talking to your children, stop wasting time, study, don't waste your time, stop playing, quit fooling around, study, study, you keep, like the Mahot keeps poking the elephant, your white elephant in your house, constantly. Do you think their Vairagya is born because you are poking? Temporary and to impact that mind with vairagya, we use all kinds of methods. How long does it last? Even if you take Bhadrakali avatara, how many times you scream? It lasts, It at least they show that it, 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 it has impacted. They will put that face. After going into room, yes, and they do whatever they have to do. But that day when they realize that they cannot postpone any further, they cannot uh, you know be complacent with it. There is a test, there is an exam, there is a paper due. They'll burn the night oil and be at it, even if there is. the Super Bowl or whatever game or whatever that can be enticing. Do you think they will, even if you are having it and you invite them? No, 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 not today. Today I have stuff to do. Because it is born out of their own understanding, immediately disconnecting themselves from that which is a distraction becomes an automated process. So for all those who cry foul saying that, oh there is so much of distraction, I get so distracted, that means your vichara was not in the right place in first step itself. If vichara is perfect, removing the vikara becomes an automated effect. You all eat bananas, right? How do you eat a banana? I see all your uh, video audio is not reaching me first unplug the banana from the bunch and then peel and then munch on the fruit inside Repeat the process until the fruit lasts. And then once the fruit is done, what do you do with the peel? Does anybody have any emotional sentimentality with it? Tujhe kaise chhodo? Tumse ye nahi kar sakta. Do you have any such sentimentality with it? If not for you as a cover for that fruit, I would not have been blessed with that fruit inside. Therefore, O Peel Maharaj. Do you have any such emotional entanglements with it? Sometimes, you know, when the, in the initial days of love shove and such things, the beloved has given a flower. And you keep it in the book. Once in a while, when you know you are in that mood of, you know, thinking about, reminiscing about, and then you flip, and then you see that flower. Oh, bule visre din, oh, ashikana. You save it, right? Or if it is a chocolate wrapper, the chocolate wrapper goes in. What is it? Do you do that with a banana peel? You know, save it. No. The moment that its job is done, its purposefulness is served, what do you do with it? Trash it. There is not even a second thought spent on it. What should I do with it? Its purpose is done. Trash it. Done. Why the purpose there was the fruit and the fruit is taken. The peel is no more appealing. You just trash it. Because its purpose is done. Similarly, when I understand the purposefulness through my viveka vichara and ascertain as to what is nitya, what is required and what is not required, what is necessary and what is not necessary, what is absolute good and what is not, once I ascertain it, that which is not necessary to give up, Is there any kind of emotional entanglement with it? If there is an emotional entanglement, it means that Viveka was not done properly in first place. If there is any distraction, if there is any any other uh, emotional entanglement, it only shows that my thinking through, the process of thinking through it was not clear, was not substantial. While I was studying, <clears throat> the chemistry lab was a funny place. You could do lot of things, you know, different smokes, different colors. What is that Pipette? Huh? And there is that little drippy thing. What do you call it? Burette. Huh? You throw water and dilute the liquids, dilute the acid and various experiments. So one day, correct me if I am wrong, that there was this phosphorus, which is usually very instable material when it is exposed to the air. It is usually contained under, we were holding it under kerosene. So that it has no air contact. So little piece of it was taken out and given as one more chunk was there. This fellow, brilliant fellow, when nobody was seeing, took that phosphorus because he had some plan. He thought he could experiment with it. He wrapped it up in a uh, filter paper and put it in the back of his pocket. instructions were very clearly given. It's a most instable. It should not stay exposed to the air otherwise it is combustible. As we were all focusing and listening, suddenly there is smoke coming out of his back pocket and he is like jumping. Why does anybody do anything stupid in life? Because Viveka has not been given priority. If Viveka, that foundation of Viveka is solid, the distractions, that which we get indulged in leading to these stupidities, will no more stay as a a distraction because now I am clear in my foundation, in my understanding. So what is it that is Anitya? Deha di Brahma Paryante. From this Deha All the way up unto the Brahmaji's position. None of the experiences are permanent in nature. Nitya in nature. They are all anitya. As long as I am running after things that are anitya, I will remain restless if that is understood very clearly. I will not get confused even if 100 million of them are running after it, there will be no thought or sankalpa in my head that that many people are running, why should I be left out? and I am sitting here doing not what they are doing. That will never even come as a thought. Why? Because of that clarity instilled. Viveka, vichara, vairagya becomes automated. What is the strength of vairagya then? Deeper the understanding, higher is the vairagya. But this understanding is also very volatile. There are various situations when we have a certain glimpse of this deeper understanding. And our Rishis have classified it. Temporary Vairagya. When do we get these bouts of temporary Vairagya? First situation, environment, born out of Purana Shravan Satsanga. That's called Purana Vairagya. That you listen to Satsanga and something hits home and you become very, very contemplative and then said, Kyaaya, is e a chord energy. How long does that Vairagya last? How long does it last? What? Till 9 (laughs) o'clock. I like pragmatic answers. Accepted. So some said one day, some said few weeks. One of our Swamiji's, a good friend of mine, he says, you know, that is all wrong answer. As we get up, you know, when we get up, we straighten our clothes, and uh, you know, it is not that we are trying to straighten the clothes. That jnana which has been showered on us, we immediately dust it off there and go out, yathasthanam yacha. So therefore he defines Purnamadaha Purnamidam. My Agnana before Satsanga was Purna. During Satsanga, it became little shaky. As soon as Satsanga was done, dust it off. Purna veva ava At the end of it, I go with my Purna Agnana. Unshakable as it is. So, one is Purana Vairagya. Temporary Vairagya because of Shravana. Shastra Shravana. The second, this has been told by mothers. It is called Prasuti Vairagya. Prasuti Vairagya is, they say, that after delivering the baby, the mother is so tired. You have seen in many movies, the husband is like pensively walking outside. Lal Bhatti Jala and from inside, screams are coming. And the wife, the mother there, who has just delivered the baby is completely exhausted. And the mothers have said, Mujika experience. <laughs> Here say. So the mothers have said that at that point they are so exhausted that the feeling is. Never ever again. Is it fair? What I have heard? But till when does that Vairagya last? It is brought, cleaned up, bundled up and brought. The moment you look at that baby's face, all that Vairagya, it was worth it Baba. Second. Ready? Temporary vairagya. Purana vairagya. Smashana vairagya. Uh, the third one is the uh, Smashana Vairagya. Smashana Vairagya is there are so many our near ones, dear ones that who you are constantly acquainted with. Nobody is permanent in this world. Uh, one fine day, you get a call. Pata hai tera dost? That, that friend, he passed away. And you are shocked. I mean, he was the fellow who was uh, such a health freak. That he is the one who made us all uh, do morning uh, yoga, exercise, and you would have yearly checkup. he just had his yearly checkup last month, and he came out with such a flying colors. What happened? he was sleeping, he didn't wake up. And you go to that ceremony. And as you're coming back home, the impermanency of life hits a home run. And you are thinking about it. How long does that last? You come home, take a cold shower. Gone. That Vairagya is also gone. These temporary boats of Vairagya that many of us get. What makes that Vairagya permanent? Towards any distraction of Bhogavastu. If that vairagya is based out of viveka vichara. Where there is a firm conviction born out of that clarity. Presently, my satyatva buddhi, my conviction, my happiness and contentment is out there somewhere. My happiness and contentment is in that Vastu, in that Vyakti, in that Samaya, in that Desha. In that person, in that experience, in that object, in that time, in that space. I am so convinced of it that I keep doing iterations to find that happiness, to find that satisfaction. To find that peace of mind through those things. As long as that conviction exists that my happiness is out there. We are bound to become miserable and vulnerable one way or the other. This is where Puja Gurudev always used to say. Don't put the key of your happiness in someone else's pocket. Kaiku khali pili Bombay Hindi. Why unnecessarily buy in trouble? That Viveka, uh, the, How does that conviction change? Through Viveka alone, that, that conviction can change. That my sense of happiness, my sense of contentment cannot be a result of a certain person, a certain environment, certain timing or certain space. That I go to this, you know, ashram, it is so, vibrations are so powerful. You know, mangalam, oh Swamiji, it is so beautiful, it is so serene, it is so amazing. Dodin, by the third day, Swamiji, there are so many bugs and mosquitoes here. We have come into their space, what else can I say? You know, we should do something about it. What happened to the vibrations? When in love, that person Rat din You know, I think of you, and you are the love of my life. You are my something happens in that, you know. After wedding, they cut the cake. The same person interacting with the same individual. It depends. Sometimes it is few months, sometimes after few years. Give me my space. You are getting onto my nerves. You are getting under my skin. Give me my elbow room. What happened? What happened to that love? What happened to that joy? Kya joy Swamiji? As long as I see, in spite of going through these many experiences, we do not evaluate our own experiences. There's a plumber that used to come to our facilities. And every Christmas season, he's a white guy, so every Christmas season, he would say, Oh Swami, ah, these holiday seasons are terrible. I said, why? This is my fourth marriage. And with my earlier three marriages, I have about nine kids. And with the fourth one, uh, you know, between us, we have about five kids, two of hers, one of mine and two of ours. So, total I have 14 kids, three alimonies and this, this, this season. So in my head I am going through, ek kaafi nahi taa That is why Adi Shankara Ji in Bhaja Govindam says, what does he say? Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, govindam Bhaja Moodhamate. Wrapped it up in such good music that we put it on every single morning and hum along with it, tune along with it what exactly is being said? who is Moodha? Murkha is that person who does the same thing again and again with with an uh, Excessive enthusiasm expecting newer results as they say in Texas fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on myself why do I keep doing the same mistake again and again I know I have to take care of my health I mean, as gross as an example. When I stand in front of the mirror that which I see I don't like my own self. I stand in angles and then and we make resolutions And we fall prey to that same pattern, rut again and again. And then we ask, you know, a very serious question. Swamiji, how do I get out of this? If the intentions are clear, carries its intensity. If the act is lacking the intensity, it's a clear, visible note that my intentions are not that very clear. However, that situation may be, if the intentions are clear, the intensity becomes uh, that Informidable that nothing can stop me. And there is no due date to it, there is no extension to it. It's here and now, the moment that clarity dawns in. There is no waiting on a certain time, certain space, certain environment. Aiga, Aiga, Aiga. There is no Aiga. It is here, now, provided that clarity is instilled in. And instead of understanding this, we take to the other extremes. In the name of Vairagya, I will not see, I will not eat, I will not do, I will not. And as Bhagavan Krishna puts it in Bhagavad Gita, sa ucchate Externally we seem to be curtailing, internally we are entertaining. Once in a while we take you know, fasting. Here in this, I should say some other example, because I see experts of fasting almost every day. And you take fasting as an example and uh, that is the day somebody brings you. (laughs) Tornado? That's a tornado warning, Amber Alert, Ayo, <sighs> okay, going back. What was the thought that I was, Ha, fasting, so somebody brings in, from outside you are like, you know, I am fasting, today only this thing had to come. <laughs> And you keep looking at it and salivating. Many times I have been told that in my lectures when I give food examples. Swamiji, don't describe them that way. We are thinking only of that now. From the outside I seem to create a distance, but from the inside I am so connected with it that I am not able to disconnect myself. All this proves only one thing, that our step one in the flow chart was not done full job. If Viveka is 100% established, it automatically has a byproduct called Vairagya. Vairagya cannot be brought over as a imitation. As they say it, you fake it until you make it. Now this is not something that you can fake to make. It has to be established on the foundation of that Viveka. Now going on to the spread of it, anything that is anitya, from this body all the way to Brahmaji's tenure, again going back to my favorite Upanishad, Kathopanishad. Yamadharmaraji is trying to entice that kid. Sarataha, Saturyaha. You know, I'll give you chariots, I'll give you uh, the horses along with it. Uh, and then he is like you know not interested, looking out and that way direction he saw apsarasa. Apsarasaancha, you know, all these apsaras also I'll give it to you. And then that brilliant kid shoots back. He says, And if I have to translate into an American slang, To heck with what you are giving. I don't care. And then after understanding that it is born out of you know deep understanding of Nachiketa, Yamadharma Raja says, Wish... I had this sense of clarity at your age that I would not have been stuck in this position as Yama. Because those are also tenured positions until the Kalpa lasts. doing that job. They have no other way. Brahma, Varuna, Indra, Agni, Yama, Vayu. They have to do their different jobs until the end. Even their positions are not that very confirmed. And they say, oh I will reach to the Ishta Daiva Loka. The story of all Puranas start from That misfortunate event in Vaikuntha, where there were these two sentinels, Jaya and Vijaya. Where were they? In Vaikuntha. And there was a truti, there was a lapse in their understanding momentarily. That they blocked, they had the audacity to stop Sanat Kumaras. I said, this kind of lapse in your understanding only shows that you are tamasic in nature, therefore you are condemned to be Rakshasas for eternity. Then immediately Lord Vishnu comes and says, they are my sentinels, can I vouch for them? Can you please pardon them? So there is a deliberation before they come to understand the MOU and they sign it. Finally, they settled down to three terms of being Rakshasa. They were Jay Vijaya, where were they? In Vaikuntha. They had Salokya, Samipya, Sarupya, all these attributes. One little mistake and they fell down, fell down to the worst of the yoni, the Rakshasa yoni. And Rakshasa yoni does not have to mean that they had horns and fangs and looking terrible. In fact, Ravana was born in a Brahmanakula, Pulastya Rushi's lineage. It doesn't matter if you are born with a golden spoon. If you do not have that guna, if you do not have that uh, jnana, then all those that which you are acquired are all meaningless. Even born of the Brahmanakula, he was uh, Asurottama, best of the worst kind. So there is no guarantee that being born up there in uh, being uh, in the uh, what do you call it? in the krama Mukti reaching to the Ishtadeva loka, it is not a guarantee that you are there eternally. As a position as Indra, how many times has he not fallen down? Nahusha becomes Indra. And that position gets straight into his head that he mistreats the Saptarishis and they immediately give, him, give Indra the shapa that he becomes a python for long term. When Indra can fall down to become a, a python, those lokas are not permanent either. From this world and worldly experience to that world and that experience, nothing is Nitya. For understanding this Anityatva, not getting bound, not getting curtailed, not getting conditioned by any Anityatva, that understanding has to be born. Once that understanding is established, then you can face the world fearlessly. Because nothing can contaminate me from within. Because it cannot enter, it cannot disturb. Bring it on. Bring the best of the best of the tools. I cannot be shaken because my understanding, that conviction is born out of that Viveka. That my focus is only on Nitya. Anitya does not entice me any further. That firm established result of Viveka is called Vairagya. Clear? Tad Vairagyam Jihasaya Darshanashravana Divihi Deha brahma Paryante. hi anitye bhoga All these indulgences are anitya. Therefore, I am not interested in it in any further. Once that is established, I do not need to run away from it because vairagya is that sense of balance that the presence or absence of that vastu does not create even a ripple of disturbance in my vairagya is not like an i'll not see it that means your understanding is not clear even if you see it Knowing that, that is not something that I am pursuing, how should it disturb Yesterday I was giving the example of a 3-4 year old, their attachment moha with their toys. They have outgrown their toys, those toys are lying around. Their presence or absence does not create a ripple in their head. As soon as they come by, where is my barbie doll? 25 you are not 26 years old, it is there, even if a small kid comes and plays around with it, you don't care about it, it's there, fine, it is not there, it is still fine. In the name of vairagya, to avoid and run away is not the solution. That can be a temporary step only for a little time. Until that conviction is changed. That incubated environment. But well, once that understanding, that conviction born out of the understanding is firm. How does it matter? And out there there are enough of them who want to teach how a Swami should be or not be. Khud ki to khair nahi but they're ready to point out what a swami should do or should not do and this i'm talking about 18 19 years ago i go to this place i was invited it was a series of comedy of errors and at that time i was hardly what 18 19 20 years old swami ji from uh, vijayawada is arriving for talks so in the bus I reached that place. And they see me. And I see them with their preparation of Purna Kumbha and the flowers and everything. I know it is for me. So I got down waiting for them to approach. They have not seen me, I have not seen. I'm talking of that age where there was no cell phone, there was no exchange of you know Facebook profile to know the photo, to recognize, there is nothing of that kind. They are standing there. So finally one of them musters up courage. Because the bus left, everybody is leaving. I am the only one standing there, the only group standing. So finally one of them musters up some courage and comes and says, Oh, Brahmacharya Uddhava Chetanya nahi Because in their imagination, their uh, their concept or their thought was that, uh, you know bada sadhu hoga, hoga, or, uh, you know must be you know, aged bald head uh, long beard white hair a little paunch. they had their imagination and there is this young fellow standing there like an agarbati, you know thin standing there uh, in yellow clothes i uh, said uh, Excuse me, Ha? Ah, where is he? Has he gotten down or have you come ahead of him to take care of it or what? I said, sorry to say that I am that. I should have seen that sense of disappointment in their face. <laughs> Something to that level he said in Telugu. And I was received with a disheartened environment. And they said, what do you, you know, you know they had some temple event and in the evenings they said, we need pravachan, so you come. So I said, Bhagavad Gita, <coughs> third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Especially in Andhra Pradesh, there is this singer called Ghantasala he has sung this uh, you know selected verses of uh, bhagavad gita and it has become a norm in telugu uh, household that that particular ghantasalas bhagavad gita is uh, rung in the backdrop music when somebody dies in a family so you run that uh, bhagavad gita you create an uh, environment of spiritual ambience. So I said Bhagavad Gita. They all got scared. That Bhagavad Gita has to be sung only when somebody dies. You know, series of comedy of errors. So the first day it was only the temple priest, the one who had communicated with me and his family members, four Lok. So I said, uh, by tomorrow, can we have some, you know, uh, leaflets printed? in those days they had the cyclostyle still so can we get cyclostyle printed and then there were 80 90 houses can we spread the news that it is not on bhagavad gita but it is karma rahasya third chapter again <laughs> change the title and said karma rahasya and suddenly the crowd is swelled up And in the morning I said we will do Kaivalya Upanishad. Upanishad, so everybody used to come. So from the temple to the house where they were hosting me, there was a small uh, chai shop which used to sell newspaper. So I used to stop there, buy a newspaper and go to the room that was given to me. The second day evening, this person comes and very hesitantly stands there and says, "Kuch bolna. Hai, I have to tell you something." I said, what? You know, it seems you uh, were uh, buying a newspaper and uh, reading. You know, the, the, the people are talking. So what are they talking? What kind of a sannyasi is this fellow? What kind of a you know brahmachari is this fellow? Newspaper pata hai. Uh, 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 Sanyasi should not have anything to do with this worldliness, uh, and newspaper is the last thing that they should be involved in. Why? Why are you reading newspaper? I mean, in those days, I was very blunt, very aggressive. I gave him my peace of mind, right then and there. Why? Because that has got nothing to do with whether you read a newspaper or don't read a newspaper and people have their own imaginations about vairagya especially when it is to be applied to others i have also shared my you know, i used to go to uta university of tamil agraharam a lot of tamilians there <coughs> University of Texas at Arlington. So after delivering three-day lecture, this fellow, you know, was saying, "I have some doubts. Can I follow? I have some questions to ask. Can I follow?" I said, "While I'm walking, you know, you can." So as I was coming out, I took out my cell phone, checking at the messages that were one and a half hours. So whatever missed messages or calls, I was browsing through it. He looks at me and says, oh, you have a cell phone? I said, ha bhai. And in those days, uh, in a MapQuest, remember those days? So I had uh, saved that MapQuest thing on my laptop. So I pulled out my laptop. We have a laptop also. And he kept asking questions. And uh, suddenly his questions changed. By the time I reached to the car and I clicked, I said, "Oh, bhai, car, biya? You have a car? You have a laptop? You have a cell phone?" And I said, "So, if I, if you don't mind, can I ask some personal questions?" I said, "Sure." What have you studied? I said, uh, "Barvi pass, twelfth grade pass." Seriously, twelfth grade pass. That's all. I said uh, sorry to disappoint you, but I don't know what you are expecting. Did you have to give GRE, TOEFL, uh, you know, GMAT or whatever such as? No. Do you have any loans? I said, I have loan. I don't have any loans. It is only later that I understood where he was coming from. To come into this country, we have to write GRE, TOEFL and uh, pass the entrance exam and apply for several colleges and finally land and stay in uh, an apartment which is shared by six people because we cannot afford. The loans are high. And we cannot think of you know even owning a car or something and here you are, 12th grade passed. Maybe I am in a wrong profession, you know. <laughs> Maybe I should take up your profession. Wherein you have a car, you have a laptop, you have cell phone, you don't have loans. And just to rub it in, I said, I live in a big house. <laughs> and there is no mortgage on it. Here's one thing that he was grappling about that he couldn't come to terms with. it. You say that you are a sanyasi, then why are you driving a vehicle? You say that you are a sanyasi, why are you having a cell phone? The presence of it or absence of it, if it can create a ripple of disturbance or restlessness, in my understanding, that is absence of Vairagya, presence and absence, there is this famous book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari and thinking of writing a book, The Monk Who Still Drives His Ferrari, because monkhood has got nothing to do with having a Ferrari or no Ferrari. Gurudev used to wear Rolex watches and uh, Rolls Roy cars would roll down to this car, red carpet welcome and get in. He was a, as much established in Vairagya as his Guru Tapon Maharaj who never stepped out of Uttarkashi. It has got nothing to do with these externalities. It is that sense of balance equipped from the understanding and the conviction born thereof. That the things that are around, their presence or absence does not create a dent in my personality. That established understanding is called Vairagya. That is why Adi Shankara Charaji says, Whether they are wearing torn clothes or wearing royal clothes, so they understand that their vairagya has got nothing to do directly or indirectly with the clothes that they are wearing or the externalities that they are involved in. That sense of balance has to be created. Which can only be a result of firm conviction born out of understanding, which is vivek. Moving forward, isko Now the next. The next one is the Shamadhi Shatka Sampatti. The first one of the shamadhi Shatka Sampatti is, since it says Shama Adi, Shama etc. Therefore the first one is Shama. So that is taken for discussion in the 22nd Shloka. Please repeat after me. Virajya Vishayav Dosha Swalakshaniata Vastha Manasa Shama Uchate Manasaha Shama Uchate Control of mind is called Shama. Control of mind from what? From where? That is explained in the earlier three quarters. Virajya visayavratat dosha drishtya muhur muhuhu. swalakshe niyata vastha. There is a very beautiful definition of Shama. Many of us, with regards to our mind, we have what I call as Abhimanyu syndrome. What is Abhimanyu syndrome? It takes an effort to get in. Having gotten in, we forget how to get out. One of the things my grandfather used to teach, he was a very practical man, is in any environment that you get in, in any responsibility that you get in, along with planning, you should also think about exclusively how you are going to exit out of it, when you get into the room, What are the exits? And the first time I went into a flight, I said, Dadajit. Whatever you said to me in village, they're using it in flights. You know, they just came in, sat down, and they're talking about exit strategy. Make sure that you know where the exit is. In case of emergency, these lights will light up and make sure that the nearest exit may be behind you. We keep hearing it so many times that we don't even pay attention to it these days. With our minds, to get into a newer environment, a newer experience, we have too many reservations. It takes an effort to push that mind into that forefront. Having gotten in, we get so entangled that we do not know how to get out. This in short is called Abhimanyu syndrome. He knew how to get in. I said, don't worry, I will penetrate, you follow. But the others did not know that even to follow it took an expertise that they got cut off. Having gotten in, he did not know how to get out. We are also like that. We get in and then we are wondering, how in heaven did I land myself here? Instead of heaven, replace it with any choicest word. There's so many times that I when I sit down with parents who have moved from India to here, uh, unpalatable condition, I tell you. They are in their own fears butche you know how to take care of them and the things and the parents are still there and now that I am here I, I don't know what to do from here on can I leave no can I stay no there is constant restlessness now with the mind to have that kind of Balance and accessibility that it stays focused on the laksha. Laksha goal. And what is the purpose of our life? Many people question, many people ask what is the purpose of my life to take care of my family. Yeah, it can be done. After that, you know, what, what else is there? Or some of them are so you know, charged up. Fulfill my accomplishments and goals. Okay. Done. After that, The purpose of a human birth, as we have seen in the earlier, second and third shloka, is to go back to that where we belong. To find and abide in the core of our own existence. That is the only purpose. Nothing else is as a priority than that purpose. Everything else should be geared towards that moksha. That is the only purpose. That is a laksha. That is swa laksha. Now you can play around with that word. And for a very introductory person, I can say whatever is your goal, to stay focused on it. You are laksha. Swa laksha, you are laksha. Or, in the most beautiful way, if you can look at it, swa as the laksha. The self as the Lakshya. And in Vishnu Purana, there is this beautiful shloka that I love where he says, "Vishnuho ho hi sarva dukhasya karana. Whenever that Lakshya, which is that Paramatma, we get away from that laksha that getting away from that laksha itself is the cause of our all our miseries once that laksha is clear and i stay focused only on that such individual will have many turbulent situations however challenging they be their mind is constantly oozing forth with inspiration. Because they are focused on that laksha. That they will find a method to jump across any stumbling block, however overwhelming it is, with ease. It is not to say that those who take to the path of spirituality, suddenly problems dissolve. If you think that suddenly the problems will dissolve, think of the example of Pandavas. Bhagavan Krishna was with them. Were their problems dissolved? Suddenly, abrakadabra, all problems, nothing. Instead, he taught them how to go through it. Once that lakshya was clear, however overwhelming, they got through Swalakshe niyata vastha. To get to that Swalaksha. To tune this mind towards that goal, towards that laksha. Whatever becomes the distraction to for me to reach to that goal. Don't get scared. Don't get bogged down by it. Go to the roots to analyze what exactly is that distraction? What is its nature? Virajya visayavratat dosha drishtya mohu. Muhu. Add That distraction to its nascent basic format to understand where does it come from and why does it have such a hold to even become a distraction in my path. And once you see the flaw in all these distractions, constantly to remember the flaw in it, hence therefore that it cannot become my distraction. To keep that mind focused without getting distracted is called Shama. Now, when I say balance of mind, it is not to wriggle that mind and you know throttle it and uh, kill it. It is to create that accessible balance in it. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Do we have a control over these light emitting objects? How do you know that you have a control over them? You have a switch, you turn it off and they turn off. You turn it on, immediately they turn on. In India, we have these tube lights. You turn them on, they are very finicky. It takes their own sweet time. And sometimes they keep flickering so much that there is a small starter in it. Around with it, And then, still it will like.. Many of our minds are like that tube light. So there were many people, they asked, Swamiji in this hall, why don't you have tube lights? So I said, this hall has a speciality, tube lights come in and come out. (laughs) So when I say accessible control, when I turn on, it turns on. When I turn it off, it turns off with the mind. Nahi. Waking up, it's a big hassle. Get up. No. Five more minutes. Who set up the alarm? You set it up yourself. And these days with all the smartphone gadgets, Multiple alarms. Her punch minute quake. Right? And you keep snoozing it. We cannot whip that mind into shape. If sleep, I mean, if getting out of the sleep is that difficult should have been easy that also is difficult to withdraw the mind from its thinking and wherever it is hanging over is difficult and to whip it into action is another difficulty and many times in situations we choose Uh, you know I don't feel like it today who asked you no it is a job it is your responsibility whip that mind into shape so that it involves in it and once that is done Clean that mind of any reminiscent effect of that particular situation, file all that experience, and walk out clean to the next experience. Do you wash your hands before eating food? Do you wash your hands after eating food? While you are eating, there is something else that comes up and do you, because that is what we do with our mind. That I am engaged in this particular experience, once that experience is done, I should be able to cleanly remove that experience, put it aside and move to the next experience without taking this experience and its reminiscent effects into the next experience. Otherwise, we take this into that experience, contaminating that experience as well. If the husband comes home frustrated from the office and you are asking something and uh, lashes out with that frustration, leave your frustrations in the office. Whatever is the frustration of that, should not be disturbing this moment between us. While studying in school, the first class was usually by the class teacher. Of all the subjects, there is one teacher who is appointed as that class's teacher. And if that first class, they're very you know agitated, angry, and so the backbenchers that we were, we would look at each other and say, BV jagar hoga." must have fought with his spouse. That experience is being brought here and smeared across into this experience, contaminating this experience shows absolutely no control over that mind what does control mean you can first control that which you have an accessibility to see the Jai jagadisha haray arati every time that they sing i have to maintain my straight face because it is bunch of erroneous things that we sing blatantly Tan, man, dhan, sab kuch hai, tera. I know we have a sentence. I am laughing. Tan physically you have dragged. When can you say? When it is with you. And you can offer it. That which is not even with you, you say tera and Bhagavan is like, you know, hey, stop. Where is that mind? You are saying in the platter you are offering the mind that is vacant, that is empty. Have the accessibility to it. To have that accessibility, to bring that mind into that situation and then allow it work as long as it takes that which is required by that situation and once it is done, to shut it off and put it aside. To have that kind of accessibility is called having a balanced mind. That kind of balanced mind which stays focused on that goal which is Swalaksha. how does one gain that? All that which we deem as distractions. Write them down. Food is a distraction. Lethargy is a distraction. Sleeping pattern is a distraction. My adamant habits are a distraction. Write them down. And then whichever creates highest disturbance. Put it as priority 1, priority 2, priority 3. Analyze each one of them. What is the flaw in it? Muhur muhu. Again and again keep repeating it until the mind sees clarity in that that there is a flaw in it. When do you see flaw in it? It cannot go back to it. And don't tell me it is a difficult process. We love to see, flaw in everyone and everything around. don't we? Everything was okay, but you no. Know, We have that inherent quality to start with that which is not very full. To see the dosha drishti is the natural habit. We just have to employ it well. We are quite equipped at it. Oh, did you see the uh, Chinmay Saket Ashram? It was okay, it was you know big and beautiful, but you know, something that can be seen. How was the lecture? It was okay, but you know, don't we have the knack to find the flaw in everything that we involve in, so that we can brand it as good or bad? The same thing taken, the same capacity taken to be applied here to make sure that I constantly remember what the flaw is in that distraction so that I don't get distracted any further. And it stays focused on that laksha. Whatever is your laksha, to have that mind in accessible control and apply in the direction what I think assume with the existing maturity and understanding as my goal, as my laksha. Accessible control over mind is called Shama. And it also discussed as how to gain it. So we will stop here and continue tomorrow. Om. Poor Namada, poor Namidam, poor Nat, poor Om Shant, Ashant, Ashante, Hurry he om, Shri Guru Bhiona Maha, om.